When we finally got down to something which the individual says he really wants to do, I will say to him, you do that. And uh, forget the money. Uh, because if you say that getting the money is the most important thing, you will spend your life completely wasting your time. You'll be doing things you don't like doing in order to go on living, that is to go on doing things you don't like doing, which is stupid. Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. All right, all right. Welcome back to Footwork. I'm Sean. I'm Dylan. Each week we're bringing stories and tips from around the globe as we dive into our journey abroad. <laughs> Outlining what it takes to follow our dream and hopefully yours, even if it's not soccer. So Dylan, the gates. I don't know, dude. You just had to, you had to swallow while we were doing our <laughs> intro. This is coffee. All right, yeah. Seventh cup today. So um, nothing much, but um, so I had a trial the other day with the yes. team. And, you know, things went well. We'll get into it. But we just thought, you know, there's no better way to, than to just connect it to the pod and, yeah. and have, have this episode be about trials, exactly. which is basically the job interview of our profession of yeah. soccer, right? Yep. Just going, you know, you get invited to train with the team or have a private session with other trialists. And, mm-hmm. you know, you have to perform on the day to basically earn another training session. Yeah. I mean, they, they sometimes they'll say, like, you'll get this right. amount of they time. They'll guarantee you a week. They'll guarantee like you a that. week, yeah. especially if you're flying out. Like, I know, you know, I've played on teams where kids flew out for right. a week, yeah. two weeks, you yeah. know, had six or seven training sessions, practice yeah. game. Right, and which then, is ideal, but sometimes that's the best case scenario, it's harsh. Yeah. And they basically give you one day at a time. and you gotta you earn, know, you got to earn you your shit. You can earn it, exactly. And it's perfect because, I mean, listening to past episodes, we've been hammering it. But, you know, with all this uncertainty with Corona and, you know, not knowing when seasons are going to start, what we're allowed to do in trainings and stuff like that, we've really just stressed, though, that you got to be ready at we, any time. We have said that too many times, too many times in many episodes that as a professional footballer or an aspiring professional footballer, you need to be ready 365 days a year Mm -hmm. at any moment you have to be ready to perform well at your highest level and this is a perfect example and give us what happened so give us a rundown so this was this this was in the beginning of the week so sean and i you know we scheduled to do this cool little sunrise like workout shoot or whatever you want to call it you'll see it eventually but but we woke up at 4 in the morning. We woke up at 4 in the morning to, to ride go. our bikes yeah. 40 minutes to this dope spot. Yeah, it was sick. To get, yeah, just just some promo vid for the pod, uh, but as the sun's coming just up. Just some Instaflexes. Some Instaflexes. <laughs> and, uh, and, and then... Yeah, I mean, I guess I got the text later that night, but I had already gone to bed. Um, I wake, wake up to a text from our agent, uh, Chris. Shout out, Chris. Yeah. And um, he's like, yeah, you have a trial tomorrow with, you know, this team. All right. You know? Be ready. And coming up to this, you had no idea that, first off, this team was remotely interested. Yeah, like I like knew that he was talking of, to these teams. Right, but you had I not know. anticipated that it would be coming basically at any point, anytime soon. It was You were kind of had your mind made up that it was going to be in July where you'd get these chances. Yeah, exactly, because based on when the season 
they think will start. Right. And Sean and I are actually, you know, going home for a little bit soon. So, you know, we could have just said, screw it, you know, ate shitty, not trained, right. not slept well, gone out. Right. You know, and, you know, that's fine to do in your off season and stuff. And, you know, we're all, we're all for those little breaks and going right. out and all that shit. But I was ready. Yeah. I was 100% ready. I remember telling you, like, when we were riding the bikes and, um, it just was, I was never like, oh shit. Like, no, there you know was what never, I mean? Cause it was just like, you know, I'm ready. So however I we, perform, we I'm have been perform. from literally the first day that like, you know, we were quarantined essentially. Like we were saying, okay, now it's time. We can like just get better, yeah. fitter, faster, stronger, sharper on the ball. Yep. And we've done that since March, since the beginning of March. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we've done all this work. When you get that message at 4 a.m. in the morning when we're riding our bikes, you don't, you're not panicking. Like, no. oh, man, I need to get working. I can't go for this bike ride, you know. No, it's just ready. like. It's like, yeah, good. It was like, yeah, I'm ready. And I'll I've get a good sleep tonight. three months for this. I've been training three months. And, like, we got there and, you know, it was like a training on a grass field, super nice grass field. And, you know, you hardly, like, get to train on grass that much right now. And, like. What we've been training on has been like very short, right. kind of thing. Not really fields. Like we've just been finding areas yeah. and parks and yeah. shit. Terrible. It's so like dirt. it was, it was totally like you know a little bit more taxing on the legs and stuff. Um, one of the guys who was trialing too was like whispered to me like, "This feels like a fitness session," and I just gave him like, "Yeah," but like in my head I was like, "No, it does not." Yeah. Like, so here just you know quickly we can only do like non-contact stuff. So we were able to do. You know, a lot of things that showed my technical ability, fitness, Mm -hmm. um, some decision makings, and then like accuracy of passes, of shots, of crosses. The smallest things. And there's how many people at this? Was this with the team? No. So it was like, it was a smaller group. So, you know, it was, I think there was 10 people, two goalies. Mm -hmm. Um, But the coaches were all there. The main coach wasn't even running the session, but like, you know, this, this shit doesn't matter. You know, right. like you're, you got to be thankful that you have the opportunity. Yeah. I remember my, my agent was like, yeah, it sucks. Like, you know, you can't show everything you got. And I was like, look, man, like, no, you can show I don't, something. I don't, I don't see it that way. Right. I see it as this is like an opportunity that I didn't have yesterday. Right. right. And now like, you know, I'm still trying to make my name in Germany. I haven't yeah. been here that long. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with the, the season interrupted. Right. This is just an opportunity for me to get in front of someone. Yeah. Show them like. You know, one of my better areas is technical ability, fitness, right, finishing. finishing, crossing, right. you know, assists, exactly what you did. showing my, you know, this is like what I do. And, you know, I, I did well, so we'll see. Right. But I think perfect segue to talk about trials because it is such a massive thing. It's a huge thing and it can, it's a big factor in your career because at some point you have to go on trial. Yeah. If you think it's just going to be easy where you can, you know, call teams, send them your CV and they say, oh yeah, we're going to give you a contract. It doesn't no, work like that. it does that. not work like that. It doesn't work like that. And the only time you get direct contracts is generally when they've seen you play for a long period of time mm-hmm. or, you know, it's a recommendation from another coach and that they respect the coach's opinion. Yeah. I mean, there and are, they're going to talk around and they're still going to watch film of you. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, they're not just, if they don't know who you are, you're, there's no way you're going to get a contract without a trial. This is true. I mean, there are exceptions. Like in Australia, I didn't have to go trial first. Same with Mongolia. But before, yeah, but it's a different situation. Different situations. Those are, you know, across the world. And we had very strong connections exactly. for those that, you know. And what's, I mean, for me, it was the team the word. respected 
his recommendation for players. Yeah, it was the same. What happens. Yeah, it's it was the same, same with soccer same visa. But yeah, so I think this is perfect. Let's you know, I think there's there's three levels to it. There's before, there's during, and there's after. So why not start with how do you get trials? Yes. So getting trials. So um, when we first started, it was kind of like, hey, you know, let's email teams. Yeah. <laughs> um, and straight up, it just doesn't work. I mean, I mean it, yeah. There maybe once in a blue moon you'll get even a response. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I must have sent five hundred emails. Yeah, I mean, if I, I'm if I'm thinking back, and I know a lot of combines have preached like you got to reach out, you got to yeah. reach out, you got to reach out, and this is complete facts. But yeah. like you said, I've probably sent over five hundred emails. And you know, another Easy. thing that I've used a ton was I don't use it anymore. I don't think I've been on it in like a year. But LinkedIn. Yeah. So what I would do was I would. You know, I go on Wikipedia, I would search like Swedish, this division, this division. I would look up the team. I'd copy and paste the team because I don't know how to fucking spell that shit. (laughs) I'd paste the team. I'd find anyone who worked there, bro. It could be the kit manager. It could have been the cook. And I'm sending them. Yep, the same exact thing. And then I'm sending them my CV. I'm sending my highlight tape. Dude, I used to sit there at home. This was like in between contracts, I think after Australia. Mm -hmm. And when I was like, you know. So uncertain of what was next. I must have sent, I'm not even kidding you, I think like probably yeah, 500 at least Crazy. messages alone right. on LinkedIn. Right. And how many of those materialized? Zero. Oh, zero. Exactly. Zero. Zero materialized. I got some responses, but zero yeah. materialized into anything. Right. Because you also have to re- remember this is the world's game. There are millions of people doing the exact same thing. Yeah. And there's no way for you to stand out in an email. It doesn't matter. You you might have an incredible CV. You might have played in the Premier League, but if you email a team, there's a good chance they're never going to look at it. They <laughs> have your face. Yeah, exactly. It, it's just not going to happen. What's the point? Yeah. So with that, what do you need to do? Or much better is to call. 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 You need to pick call, up the phone. Call, First off, call. it makes you a real person when you call. Yep. Okay, and then. It forces a it, response. It forces too. a response. If they pick up, it forces a response. Yes. At the, at the worst case scenario is one, they don't pick up. But if they do, they at least have to say, no, I'm sorry, I'm not interested. And then you have an answer. Exactly. And then you cross that team off the list and you go on to the next one. Exactly. And, you know, the best thing to do, though, in this case is to be in country. Yes. I think and, for sure the best thing is to be there. Right. So the reason being is many teams will give you a shot if you say, you know, I'm in country or, you know, you have someone, an agent doing this for you, but like you can come to training today or yeah. come to training tomorrow. Yeah. And often they'll be like, oh, you know, whatever their training schedule is, but you might get an invite on the day or the next day. For sure. Because for them, if you at least have somewhat of a CV or you, it's a, you're a decent player, it doesn't really hurt them to have you come down for one session. Yeah, no. And if you're, and then, you know, the opposite of that, if you're saying you're calling or emailing from America and you're like, I can fly out there. Yeah. This is just like another thing that they're right. like, we don't have to, you know, even if they're not spending their money, yeah. like, why do we have to be involved in this? Yeah, it's just, this it's guy's going to fly out to have a trial with us. Like, you know, a lot of these teams don't look at it like that. Yeah, they don't see it. Like they have, exactly. they have a, they have a lot of people to pick from. Right. You know, right. so like, why are they going to say, yeah, come fly over? You know, because that, I mean, that makes them look bad too. If they say, come fly over and they barely give you a right. shot. If right. you're there in country, look, hey, I'm here. I'm here. I'm going to be, you could say, hey, I'm going to be in the area. You know, when can I come to training? Yeah, I think that's and that is the best trick. Yes. It's like when you call these teams, you say you know, just I'm going to be in the area. 
I'll yeah, be around. I'm here. Don't I'm here. say I'm. Don't say like you know. I'll if you give me a chance, I'll be there. Just right. be like. Say, Could I come say, down to training today? Say you're in Spain, you know. <laughs> That's probably not the best <laughs> country to pick. Say you're in, say you're in um, Sweden. Look, I'm going to be in Stockholm, or I'm in Stockholm. Yeah, I'm in Stockholm. On this date, for a different reason. Yeah. Can I come try with your team? Can yeah. I come train with your yeah. team? You know? They're going to ask you the most basic questions. Age, where are you from, passport. CV, uh, maybe they'll position, look Maybe they'll look, maybe look the CV. And then, yeah, sure, come down tomorrow. Yeah. Especially if it's like not during their seasons, so yes. you always have to structure this during their preseasons. Yeah. Because at the very worst, you come for one session, and they're like, "Look, no." Yeah, exactly. Like during season, these teams aren't going to give you yeah. really a chance. It's there's no there's no point. Yeah, you. I mean, the chances that you'll get is, you know, is like towards the end of the. So here in Germany, or how no, most of the mainland Europe works, the season is it goes from. You know, before Corona, like July to December, then there's a short break, and then it goes from you know February to May. Mm-hmm. So you want to be you want to be going on trials either at the end of those breaks, because that that's they're going to be doing transfers in the winter. Yeah. Or you want to be doing it in the spring when mm-hmm. they're looking to rebuild for next season, mm-hmm. or of course in preseason for the following season. And I know and, a lot of people may be asking, you know, how am I going to call these teams? Yeah. Well, one. If you look out on their websites, there's usually phone numbers. Yeah, there's some there's some sort of number for you can find it. You, you can find it. numbers for someone in that organization, yes. and, and second, they will they will forward you if they're somewhat interested. They will usually just forward it to the right person. Yes, usually it'll be a president or the sporting director or an assistant coach, and you'll find your way to the right person. And second thing they may be thinking is how do I call these international numbers? Yes, you know, and not get. A shit ton of fees on my on my parents. Yeah, you don't Verizon want to do that. account. So I had um, before I came to Germany, I was supposed to go to Finland. I was going to. Yeah. And um, the guy there that was going to help me, he told me to buy like a Skype credit. Yeah. So you could put ten bucks, five bucks, fifteen mm-hmm. bucks, mm-hmm. and it basically gives you you know an international number. Yeah. And your minutes just get charged on this Skype phone call, so yeah. to speak. And he said to call. I booked my flight. He said, okay, call the teams. Just in Finland, in the area of Helsinki, and maybe the outskirts of the the city, mm-hmm. and just say I'm in I'm in the city. Mm-hmm. When can I come? You know, is it okay if I come down? Yeah. And that way, first off, these teams think you're there. Yeah. Because now they're gonna say, Yo, yeah, sure, come tomorrow. Yeah. And if I'm not gonna be there, then whatever. Mm-hmm. I, it's I can't I can't be there. Yeah. But many teams, if some teams say, Yeah, come next week, perfect. They think I'm there. I'm already flying there, and then it happens. Mm-hmm. So this is a way where you can call internationally. And it's not going to cost you that much money because you could put however much money you want on the Skype mm-hmm. and do the exact same thing. I think you can also, I mean, just thinking of it, WhatsApp. Yeah. You know, if they have their number yes. there, you can just at least try it. Yeah. Try it in WhatsApp. Yes. I don't see any, you know, unless it's not a cell phone. Yeah. I don't see any reason why they would have a different WhatsApp because WhatsApp is yeah. bigger than iMessage in Europe. Yeah. So that, it's massive. I mean, now that you bring that up, that is probably the best way to do it if you could get their number. If you can get their exact number and you know it's not like yeah. a business yeah. phone number that's but like they have it, at the it, club. Right. But if it isn't, it just won't go through. It just won't go through. So try it. But try it. Exactly. It's and not going to cost you anything. That's free. Yeah. So you can definitely do that. And everybody uses WhatsApp here. That's basically the main form of communication. And I think another big thing is like you got to invest in yourself. So, you know, take a trip out somewhere. At the very worst, you're traveling. You know, yeah. go stay in a hostel, go right. stay in an Airbnb, call some teams, knock on some doors. Mm-hmm. You know, you really gotta like be your own agent a lot of these times. Yeah. You know, because sometimes 
You have you know, to promote yourself and you can't count on anyone to do it for you. Absolutely. And, you know, even if you have an agent, sometimes, you know, especially if you're in some of the lower leagues, you're not the priority client. Yeah. You they know have I mean? other players. So why rely on someone yeah. when you can do this work too? I mean, I know like it's a flight, it's all these things, but if you're serious about this shit, yeah. you will take a flight out because right. I mean, at the worst, like I said, you're traveling. Exactly. Fuck it. And once you commit to going over it, you know, it, it becomes a real thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it might seem like a fantasy. Oh, you know, I want to play pro. I want to do this. I want to do that. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you book the flight and you're in country and you don't know anything in the city, mm-hmm. like it gets real. Yeah. And then you're serious. You're, am I going to waste my time here? No. Mm-hmm. So then you start picking up the phone Absolutely. and then you're going to make it happen. Because every day, if, unless you have a place to stay, if you're staying in an Airbnb or a hostel, every day you're there, you're spending money. It's ticking off money, yeah. It's ticking off money. So now time is money. So now you need to make things happen. You need to be training as much as possible. Call every team you can. Yeah. And I think uh, another thing is, you know, you call these teams and yeah, a lot of them don't speak English. Yeah. So I think, you know, Scandinavian teams, Sweden, Norway, Finland... I mean, a lot of a lot of owners do speak English. Yeah. I think as a sign of respect, maybe, you know, go on Google Translate and look up how to say, like, this is my name. Is do, my you name. do you speak English? Like, I'm sorry, exactly. I don't speak this language. Do exactly. you speak English? And that by just doing that, starting off the conversation with that, mm-hmm. that could break the barrier down where, like, now they're willing to help. But if you answer the phone and start talking English right away... Yeah, like, yo, just, what's up? It's Sean. It like, just comes off Let me get a trial, bro. It's, it's a bad, exactly. It's just a bad first impression. Don't be the typical American. Yeah, don't do that. Show the respect. Like, try and speak their right. language. Even if you butcher it, like, you know, they may laugh at you for a second, but a lot of these people do speak English. Yeah. So try, you know? The worst The worst is is that they say no. Yeah, and you're Regardless in the exact this, position you were in before you picked up the phone call. You got to exhaust the options. I think that's another last point to get into before... You know, going on to the in-trial stuff is like you got to look at, I mean, it's, you know, these are your friends and family, but you got to look at it as everyone as a potential connection. Yes, right, exactly. And you have to reach out. You have to say something because people, people don't know you're trying to pursue this or they don't know you're looking for a new team or they don't know you're unhappy where you are and you want to change teams. But if you start talking and word spreads around. The football world is so small. It is so goddamn small. So many people know so many different people who know these people who know those people. And there's a good chance if you put your name out there to many people, something's going to happen. Yep. You're going to get a chance. You're going to get a trial somewhere. And then it's up to you to earn earn the position. And I think, like, especially players that you've played with, I think, you know, players have a little bit more power than you think, at least to make, like, a reference. Yeah. Like, dude, Sean pretty much got me on this team because he talked to his coach said like look i have a friend who's going to be here yeah like he's good give him a shot and you know they respected sean sean was a starter always played on that Mm -hmm. team so they're like all right yeah so like these players do have power after minutes yeah and these i mean exactly they 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 will listen if they especially you know if you're if you're a, a crucial part of the team too, mm-hmm. you have more weight than like an agent. They don't know who this agent is. And the and agent's so always going to sell. Agents. The and agent's always going to sell. Agent's always trying to sell. But if I'm putting my neck out for someone, and you know I think it's going to improve our team, and I'm telling them why, you know I think this position is really lacking in this team. My friend actually happens to play that position. They might they might be open to having taking a look at them. Yeah, because one, you're risking your reputation, and yeah. two, like 
you're trying to win on this team, right? You know, so you're not going to bring in some right. shitty exactly. ass and kid. They, the that's coach wanted to win. That's their job. They need to win too. They need to win. So how are they going to win by having the best players possible? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't hurt them in a preseason to take a look at a player for one day. Very often, preseason with these teams, there's always players coming in and out on trial. Always, yeah. You might see one person for a week, two weeks, three weeks. Like, Someone comes one gonna... day, he does, he leaves. It's just it's common to yeah. have a few new players every training. Some new faces, some old faces, some faces that you've seen before played with other teams. It's the football world is so small, and you come across many players that you've played with or you've seen before. Mm-hmm. You have no idea when you're going to end up. For example, one player I'm playing with now, he was coming off a, a three-year break because of ACL surgery. He came to my came to a training session with one of my teams twice. You know, I don't know who he is. Barely talk to him, and now we take the train together every day to train. It's crazy together. And, like, between them, I, I had no idea who he was. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's just such a small world that you don't know who knows who and how these people are connected to certain coaches, certain players, where they played before. You have no idea. So you need to always build your network. You don't know who can help you, and you have to reach out to these people. All right, so now you have the trial. The most important part now is succeeding in the trial. Let's go. How do you do well? So, Dylan... What are some things you like to do when you're getting ready for a trial or you're going into the trial playing? What are some things that you focus on? So, I mean, this kind of goes back into the mental preparation that we've touched on a couple episodes before. Um, I try and visualize, one, where I'm going to be training. Mm-hmm. So for this past trial that I had, I you know, had a good idea that I'd be playing at this field. So, you know, I just looked at some Google images and I just kind of Picture myself scoring a little bit, mm-hmm. you know. Um, again, I try not to be too, like, crazy serious about it because, like, you know, like, obviously I'm in this in this trial. I'm in, I'm in kill mode. I'm trying mm-hmm. to, you know, do the best I can and everything. But I'm also really trying to make an impression yeah. on not only the coaches mm-hmm. but the teammates. Yeah, and that's so big. That's a it's big very thing. Very big that you might not think is important. But, in fact, it could be the decision whether they take you or not. Because, like, look at it this way. Say you're going into a job interview, right? Yeah. You're going into a job interview, um, some big bank, and, you know, you have an interview with some people, and then you meet, you know, some of the your coworkers that could right. be your peers and right. the same level is right. what I mean. If you're, like, shitting on them right. and, like, trying to make yourself look better than them right. in front of the boss, right. like, that doesn't go down well, one, with the boss— right. And that doesn't go down well with the teammates right. who have pull. Yeah, exactly. They have pull, and then it's just a in, chemistry. In every team, there is a number of players that pretty much have the yes or no pull. Yes. I mean, pretty much if they say 100% no, and these top players in the team, whatever they are, they might not be the best players, but they just been there Especially for a long captains, time. Especially you know? If they say no, he's not a good character, he was doing this and this, that's it. Yeah. Cultural respect what they say, and that's it. And this is not to say, like, don't go hard, don't be physical. Like, yeah, yeah, But there's, there's a line. And I think, like, going, you know, two-footed Marcus Rojo tackles into right. people, like, yeah. you know, it's just not the way to do it. Like, there's so many other ways that you can stand out in front of people. Yeah. Um, one, I mean, Sean and I are always fit, so I always try and make sure that I look and actually am. Right. Outworking someone. Yeah. So I'm running. I'm making the extra runs. Right. I'm the one tracking back. Right. Because it's and just these never, little things. Yeah. And you never show you're exhausted. And that's another thing in the trial is like, don't show negative emotions. 
Yes. You know, if you if you make a mistake or, you know, you miss a shot, you do something, don't, you know, scream and say like, ah, oh, fuck off, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Just get on with it. Get on with it. Everyone makes mistakes. Yeah. Don't don't get all emotional. Mm-hmm. You know, just push the, your teammates. Your teammates make a bad mistake, whatever. Just push them. Positive reinforcement. Exactly. Because this is these are all things determining whether you're going to make the team or not, not just your skill. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with that, one thing I like to do in trials, you know, I, I think I'm a vocal player as it is. But I like to, you know, go on the roster and maybe just learn some of the names. Look at the pictures of the guys, learn the names, and That's then fire because I've never done that. When when I get to the trial, I've done this at almost all my trials, especially the ones that were successful. It was very apparent in one training session, or some of them. I play a game. That's the first trial. Mm. I know everybody's name, and I'm organizing the team. That's I've spent 20 minutes with these players. And I'm organizing the team and calling up people's names. I'm not just saying, hey, you, go to the left, go to the right, man on, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm saying their name. And that has a huge, I think, I haven't spoke to a coach about it, but I think it has a huge impression because I don't know what the coaches are thinking, but the players respect it. I think, well, the players respect it huge. I think it's not only that. I think especially, I mean, for your position when you're playing, you know, center back, for the most part, like, you're organizing. Right. This just shows that you're coming in on the first session. This dude's a fucking leader. Right. Like, this dude knows the teammate. He's organizing. He's telling Johnny to get to the left. He's telling, you know, Frederick to go right. Right. (laughs) This dude's like, yeah. And and also, it's not just communication, but it's the right communication. And if you're saying the right things, your team, the players are going to know if you're saying the right or wrong things. Mm -hmm. And if you're continuously saying the right things and you're making your team better, whether it's in a small-sided, you know, 5v5 or a full-field game, you're earning these. You're you're earning the respect of these players. Yeah. Which, like we said, is huge. Yeah. And and you can do this in any position. You know, just learn. You know, it's hard if you're higher up the pitch, but you can learn people's names. You can learn people's names. And you and make these is... little, you know, a little relationship with, say, you know, you're a forward and make the relationship with the midfielder playing behind you, the winger with you, and you can just make these little relationships, and they grow, and that means they're going to pass you the ball a little more. That means have a little pass more respect. You. Yeah. Sometimes you go on a trial. And you're playing in the same position as someone, they're not giving you the ball. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to get the ball. Like, you know, you, you might come in and take their spot. But if you, if you like, do it as you're not going to take on the whole right. team, you're going to play with this guy, yeah. you're going to get it back. Like, exactly like you said, they're going to give you the ball more. Yeah. And then this coach is going to say, like, wow, he really fits into the system. Right, right. And then, bam. And, and back to the emotional part. Like, also in trials, you have to remember that you're coming to take someone's jersey. Mm-hmm. You're coming to take their position. So... Honestly, expect for there to be like some really physical tackles or some dirty plays on you and don't react because this is this is just the nature of the game. It's a dirty business and I'm coming on trial to take someone's position Mm -hmm. and maybe it's not from them, but it might be from one of their friends and it's happened to me many times where, you know, I like to play physical, but there's some dirty tackles on me and whatever. You just get up and keep playing and the teammates that you won over their respect They'll pick you up and say, yeah, let's keep going, keep going, well mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. Because they know what's happening. Yeah. They understand. This player's pissed because you're coming in to take his position. Yeah. But whatever. Mm-hmm. If you're going to make the team better, they're happy. Eh, absolutely. I think that's a big thing is getting over, you know, not just things like that, but you're going to make mistakes in a trial. Yeah. Like you're going to make mistakes in a job yeah. interview. You're going to slip up on a, yeah. on a word. You're going to, you know, you're going to forget yourself. You're going to pause. Mm-hmm. You may look nervous. Yeah. Like these are all things that translate yeah. so easily into a yeah. trial in soccer. So... Like, have you had, like, some big mistakes in trials? And what did you do to, you know, push that to the side? And Definitely. So one thing, 
Um, you know, with this team now, actually, I, I, the first day, I was having like a, a pretty good session for most of it. Um, you know, once again, being very vocal, learning everyone's names, organizing the whole time, really having a presence on the field. You know, that's another thing. When you go on trials, you need you can't shy away from the ball. You can't shy away from anything. You're there to earn a spot. Yeah, the worst it, thing is if the they worst forget thing you about do you. is they forget about you. They oh, just do tear. Yeah, like, they need to know you're there. So yeah. you have to create a presence. Yeah. And you know, there was a we were playing small side at five v five, and I made two mistakes. You know, and when you're playing, it's maybe 15, 18 meters, basically in the box. If you make one bad pass, they're, they're right on, in on net and it's a goal. Mm-hmm. And within a few minutes, I made two of these bad passes. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it sucked because it's my first day. And, you know, first off, I'm letting my 5v5, I'm letting my team down because I made these bad mistakes. But, like, I can't dwell on it. It happened. Mm-hmm. So what did I do? I told the, ball, the goalie to give me the ball and you attack again. And you go after it and you try and you be brave. Try and make these passes. Don't just be shy now and just play it backwards every time you get the ball. Every time you get the ball, you just... You know, kick it forward. Like, yeah. have composure. Just be passive. Realize what you now. did. Don't make the same mistake again and keep going after it. And it only took two days and they wanted to sign me. Yeah, I think that's perfect. Like, seriously, you, you're going to make mistakes in trials just like you're going to make mistakes in games. Right. Now, a good coach sees you make a mistake and then sees, all right, does he fold now and does he put the responsibility on other people while he, you know, just tries to play a good enough role right or does he take charge again yeah. and say no like and no, we're coming out of this exactly. yeah exactly because it, this this is the mentality that relates to a game right? if you go a goal down are you going to start bitching at your teammates or are you going to just take your level up another another notch yeah and you're going to bring the whole team with you mm-hmm. like okay i made a mistake we're losing now but you know what now we need to play even harder mm-hmm. i'm going to do more for us mm-hmm. and let's win this game it's yeah. this winning mentality and some coaches yeah, if you make one mistake, that's it. They write you off because they didn't really, they weren't interested in be, to begin with. Yeah. But other coaches, they'll give you a chance and they understand, first off, you could be nervous at your first day, right? You can make mistakes. You're on trial. They get the pressure. A lot of these people are and human too. They're man. human, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like, They're human at the end of the day. But it, it, it is not easy, especially being an American because, mm-hmm. you know, we've touched on it before and even Kylie kind of touched on it. Like, you come in and, and they're like, why do we need... An American who doesn't speak the language, you know, who may be a little bit lost in a little of the things that we're Mm -hmm. doing. We have to explain some of the drills to him. Right. Like, why do we need him? So it's just like things like these. And if you're taking a lot of these teams only have a certain amount of visa spots. Yeah. A visa spot, for those of you who don't know, is just in some leagues, in some countries, you're only allowed a certain amount of international or like in Europe, it's usually non-European. Yeah, non-European passport holders. So if there's three, I think it's three in Germany. It was three in... It depends on the leagues, but... It was three in Australia. In Mongolia, there was four. You could have four on the field at once. It depended on the league in Sweden because one time we had 10 Americans. And the other time we had three. Because here, the fifth, I don't think it matters. The fourth, it does. You can only have three three in the 18-man roster. I see, okay. Yeah, so it's, I mean, it varies. It varies, but I mean, once again, if you're in one of these teams, not only... Are you, you know, trying to fit into the team? But you have to take one of these crucial spots. Exactly. They only have a few of these non-European passport spots. Mm-hmm. You really need to stand out. Yeah, that was a huge thing that um, uh, Joe Funicello from Soccer Visa always preached at his combines and still does. Is just like you have to be better, noticeably better than what they have, yes. or you have to noticeably bring something else that they yeah. don't have. Exactly. So 
like you said, make that fucking presence. Right. You know, demand the ball. Right. Demand, you know, like, not respect, but like, demand that you're just going to have a, right. a spot there. Right, right. You know? You're a winner. Th- these teams want to win. And you need to do everything you can to win. And that doesn't mean putting in these dirty tackles on people. But you can be aggressive. Hmm. And a lot of these teams, they, these players have the same mentality. When you're playing a 5v5 game, this is this is all or nothing. Yeah. This is not just like a, a good little walk in the park. A good least, training yeah. session. It's not just a walk in the park. You're just messing around. Like, if you lose these games, you're, the players are going to be pissed. Mm-hmm. And we can both vouch for that. Like, training is important. This is how you get better. And on a lot of these serious teams or even coaches, if you're slacking in training, you could sit on the sideline. Yeah. There's someone who's ready to take your spot. Exactly. And coming into a trial, oftentimes, you need to be that player that's going to come in and take the starting position. Yeah, because why would they want you to come in and be, you know, a third bench player, yeah. take up a visa spot? It's, it's unnecessary. Probably pay you more because most teams pay like a, a visa spot, maybe a little bit more. Right. Depending right. on the league, obviously. But yeah. Yeah, you need to you need to go in and, and show that you're going to have a huge impact on this team. Mm. And if you don't show that, then, you know, why would they sign you? Why would they risk taking you, first off, as a foreigner? And if you're not going to bring anything to the team, why waste the money on you? Yeah, and a lot of times there's, you know, these players have been there for a while. You know, they've maybe been through some things together, had some achievements, had some failures. And, you know, if, it, if, it's, if it's even, they're going to go with what they know. Right. They're going to go with what they know unless you bring something because it is a business, right. and they need to win, like you said. And if you, if they see something in that trial, however long it is, yeah. however you know what kind of trial it is, whether it was like me, non-contact, or you know like a real trial, you got to come in, show that you bring that, show that you bring something different, and earn your spot. Yeah. And the biggest thing too, and you, you have to be brave. Want the ball and try to make things happen. You don't have to overcomplicate it. But don't shy away from from the play. You mm-hmm. need to be involved. Mm-hmm. You are here to make an impression on the players and the coaches and the president, whoever's there to watch you. If you're shying away, then why are you there? What's the worst that happens? You make a mistake and they don't want you. Or you play really well and they still don't want you. It doesn't matter. If, if, you're, if you're there, don't waste your time by doing nothing. Yeah. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. Yeah. Look, if you're, if you're shy and you're, and you're afraid to make mistakes and you're not getting on the ball... 100% you're not going to make the team. So why not try? So yes, obviously you're not always going to get the trial, right? You know, you gave it your best, but ultimately they didn't want you for whatever reason it may be. And there's countless reasons why they may not want you. So you failed at a, you failed at a trial. You mm-hmm. failed at some trials before. Many. I failed at some trials Many before. Trials. So what's your mindset after that? Obviously, what should it be, too? Obviously, it's, it's not, you're not going to be happy that they don't want you. And you might be, you know, you might be pissed that, oh, you know, we didn't do this drill. I didn't get to show them what I could do. There's no excuses. Either they want you or they don't want you. And maybe the situation, they never wanted you in the beginning with. But you need to, first off, learn from it. What mm-hmm. could you have done better? Yeah. What, could, what could you have done more? Mm-hmm. And then just go into the next trial and don't do those things again. Make yeah. sure you improve on them. Yeah. And it's one person's opinion. Yeah. They may, they may have net, they might not have had interest in you to begin with. Mm-hmm. And they were just being nice by letting you come down. Mm-hmm. And you could have had a perfect performance. But they just, they, first off, what they have might be better than you. They're, yeah. they're just better players. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about that. Mm-hmm. But if there's so many other teams out there, it's one opinion. Get over it. Yeah, for sure. I You're mean, going to fail. 
I, I did a I did a, some this trial trip in Iceland, and I remember playing against this um, this team there, and you know we were split in time because there was a bunch of players, and I came in and I instantly made an impact. I got on the ball, I almost scored. I was threading passes. I was really being you know physical as like a center midfielder, mm-hmm. and I remember after you know our coach um, at the time just being like, like I don't know, like I don't know, they should be calling you after that. And, you know, it was a learning experience for me because I thought, like, fuck, am I not good enough? Right. You know, like, you, as much as you want to say, like, you know, you're confident all the time and shit like this, like, you're always going to have those those thoughts that creep in. Yeah. And I did have them. I was like, you know, fuck, am I, am I just, like, not good enough for this? Like, Mm -hmm. I play this well and they don't even want me? Like, what do I have to do? Like, maybe I'm just, you know, not a player that these teams are looking for. Right. But fuck that. Honestly, it's, fuck it's that. It's one team. Because it's one team. This is one person's opinion. Right. And if you live your life defined by one person's opinion, right. you know, one person doesn't like your Instagram picture, like, yeah. you're going to fret on that? This is going to stop you yeah, from achieving your dreams? Doing, exactly. Fuck that. No. And excuse me for, for saying fuck that many times, but seriously, like, this was something that I really had to put into myself and in my head, like, dude, like, it does not matter. Like, obviously it does and you wanted that, but get over it because, you know, now you just learned something, you have experience, now let's use this into the next one. Yeah, definitely. And you never know, too, this this trial might not work out, you might not sign for this team, but like we said in the beginning, you might come across these players again mm-hmm. in a different team, mm-hmm. or they might, you know, get in contact with you after mm-hmm. and say, hey, you know, you had a good relationship with them during this trial. Mm-hmm. And they actually reach out and they say, hey, go to this team. I'm mm-hmm. going to give the coach a call. I think you're a good player. Obviously, it's not going to work here. And that happened for you. you. And that's happened for me. Yes. So where I currently am, um, I went on trial in the summer last summer on a team where an old coach was now coaching. Mm-hmm. And uh, it didn't work out. I was there one day, and basically the president said, like, oh, sorry, we signed a player already for this past weekend. And, like, basically it didn't matter what you did today. (laughs) Like, we're not interested. Yeah, it's just one of those things, yeah. it sucks because, you know, my coach was there, and I thought it would would work out. But no, it didn't. I played, you know, a half a season in the Oberliga, and then what happened? That coach uh, made a phone call after we played that team in a cup game. We got killed, 5-0. Just talked to him after the game, just small talk you know, catching up. And he said, hey, actually, I know this team. They're looking for defenders. You know, would you mm-hmm. be interested in giving me a call? I said, mm-hmm. please, like, please reach out. Contacted him the next day. Say, hey, you know, did you talk to them? One thing led to another, but was a little persistent about it. And it led to a trial. And then that led to the two-day trial. And they signed me. And that was it. Look, So this comes full circle. Don't burn your bridges. Don't burn your bridges. You know, they don't want you. Don't make, don't make a scene about it. Don't look like you're mad. You know, if they tell you, especially if they tell you in person... Right. Shake their hand, look them yeah. in the eyes. They thank you so much for thank the opportunity. Thank you for the opportunity. Because and like we'll you see said. each other soon. Because you have no idea. This this coach, you know, it could be in this case, it was an assistant coach. You know, he might go and be a head coach at another team, and he might have liked me at a player. But if the president says they don't want it, I'm, he's not signing me. Like mm-hmm. the coach has no say. Yeah, I mean, he only has so much power and say. He, and then when he goes to this new team, you might be number one on his roster that he wants mm-hmm. to sign. And then mm-hmm. now you're getting a phone call. Exactly. And if you got pissed after he said no, and you said, oh, that's ridiculous. I'm better than all your players here. And you just burn that bridge. You're never getting that phone call. And look, there's a ton of politics in this game. There's a ton of sketchy shit. There's a ton of, you know, 
bad people in this, but there is a ton of good people. Yeah. And like you said, this coach, you know, it didn't work out, but he literally helped you get into the same league as the team that he's coaching. Right. You know, because, you know, even though he likes you and you may be a threat against them when you guys play, like, he knows that you deserve this. He knows what kind of player. He knows what kind of performance you'll give. And he knows that, like you said, you deserve it. Right, right. There are good people in this. And, you know, through all of these trials and searching, you'll find them. And then, you know, send him a text once in a while. Yeah. You know, keep in touch with these people because, you know, you never know when you're going to need to reach out to someone and get these things, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, it's always about the number. It's about a lot of it is who you know and getting opportunities because once you get the ball rolling, I mean, I can think just here in Germany, I've had multiple players set up opportunities where teams were willing to sign a contract directly mm-hmm. just off a player's, you know, recommendation yeah. because what happens is a coach will call a former player who's currently playing with me and say, hey, how is Sean? How is he as a person? How is he as a player? Mm-hmm. And if they have great things to say about you, it's just going to confirm what the coach already thought. Yeah. But on the other hand, if they say terrible things about you, well, a dick. you're never going to get that phone call from the coach, from the team. And look, I didn't like Sean my whole life. I never liked Sean. <laughs> I, you know, I, I really hated the kid. But like, I kept in touch with him because I knew he was in Germany and I knew it might help me. And now we're stuck doing a podcast. <laughs> now we're stuck doing a podcast. We live together. You know, things things turn around. You never, I guess. You ne- yeah, I you mean, never know. You just gotta don't burn relationships. <sighs> so, dude, go make me a coffee. <laughs> With that, you know, thank you guys for tuning in. Always keep plugging and passing. Keep sending in those funny ass reviews. You will get an Instagram shout out. I know of that. Course. I know that's like the the just the toe. That's the biggest thing you can get. That's yeah. the achievement. <laughs> You've made it. But You've seriously, it. a story okay. shout out on footwork. But. uh Yeah, until next time. Keep moving forward. Keep learning. And make your own path. Wow, you remembered it this time. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) Footwork. Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. (laughs) 